Welcome to Real Life Keto Radio. I'm Bridget. And I'm Rebecca. And And we're we're the the Keto Keto Sisters. Sisters. And we're on a mission to help women find a way of eating that fits into their real life, but still helps them move toward better health. Yes. So listen every Monday at 1130 Eastern on WLXU 93.9 FM in Lexington or streaming worldwide on RadioLex.us. So laugh and learn your way to fun keto serious results with Real Life Keto Radio featuring the Keto Sisters. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Real Life Keto Radio. Um, So today we're going to talk about kind of that third piece of the keto diet that we haven't talked about much yet. Um, We've talked about low carb, which is definitely, if you're just getting started, go back and listen to some of our previous episodes where we focus on low carb. That is the most crucial part of what you're doing with the keto diet. Then you start adding in high fat, which has tons of benefits and is what makes the keto diet different than just a traditional low carb diet. Um, But today we're going to talk about that important third piece of introducing the macros and really diving into that, introducing the third macro, which is protein. Right. So when you think about what you eat, what you eat is either a fat, a protein, or a carb. Most people are pretty familiar with low carb. High healthy fat, that's the one that people have kind of a mental sticking point just because for years and years and years we were taught that eating fat makes you fat, it gives you high cholesterol, it clogs your arteries, all those kinds of things that we have to kind of unlearn. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are distinguishing between healthy fats and unhealthy fats. So it's a high healthy fat diet, but then protein. Now, um, you might know some athletes or armchair athletes, as I like to call them, you know, um, that like to exercise a lot. Maybe they go to the gym, maybe they do triathlons or they do cycling and things like that. A lot of them are really more focused on protein, especially those that do like a lot of weightlifting. They're like, oh, I got to get my protein up. Mm -hmm. So you might've heard that. Um, And it's kind of funny to me. So sometimes people ask, well, like, how can I even get my protein up? Mm -hmm. And so they're, they're trying to act like it's some strange, mystical. (laughs) I, pro tip here. So I do some tracking. I don't always track, but I do sometimes just when I feel like I'm a little bit off and I really want to like dive a little bit deeper into what's going on with my body, I do track some. And when I do, I have found the best thing to help me get my macros right is to, I keep um, tuna packs, which do not help at all with, with high fat. Okay. Uh, there are these little packets that you can buy at the grocery and there's all different flavors of tuna. So if I'm off and I need more protein, I can just eat the tuna packs and it does not affect my carbs or my fats because I've been doing high fat long enough that I'm, it's pretty easy for me to add in the fat. Um, but those little tuna packs are a great way to just get straight protein and it's easy. I do it on the go. If that's something that I'm, that is missing out of my macros, especially now that I'm starting to spend a little more time in the gym. Yeah. Um, so Another pro tip. If you ride with Bridget, she may or may not (laughs) open a nice smelling packet of tuna. (laughs) It's true. It's true. That happens. Or or I'll have like the tuna and another favorite thing that I love to eat, hard boiled eggs, avocado, or salt and vinegar almonds. So I'm like a sensory seeker. So I like strong flavor. I like everything kind of big and bold and loud. Does that surprise anyone (laughs) listening? (laughs) Um, so, I mean, I love me some bold flavors. One of my favorite combinations is to have one of the tuna pouches has hot sauce in it. Um, that with an, like if I'm on the go, this is like a meal that I would eat as a meal. The, um, tuna with avocado, with salt and vinegar, almonds and ketones to swish it down. I mean, it's a good day. It's a good day in Bridget's world. It's a good day to be Bridget. It's maybe not a good day to be with Bridget. rolling down the windows in the car because I'm always kind of a little bit of a mess on the go. Um, 
a little side note, you knew this was coming. So guys, I mean, it's real life keto here and you know, we have been friends for 15 years and you may have noticed we're very different personalities. <laughs> <laughs> and today I was getting in her car to come here and literally stuff is falling out of my purse. I was on a call with someone, I couldn't find my AirPods. So I had the kind of headphones that actually plugged in and I was, as I was moving, they unplugged and I couldn't hear it. I didn't know. And then I got in Rebecca's car. We took off one minute down the road. I was like, oh, I forgot my ketones. We had to turn back. Last time it was, I forgot my computers in my car and I forgot to lock it. So I said, Hey, I promise I really am working on being less of a hot mess. And she said, and as only Rebecca, the wordsmith can say, <laughs> I think you should focus your attention elsewhere. <laughs> like I'm a lost cause for being less of a hot mess. That was hurtful, y'all. Oh, but I love my hot mess, friend. <laughs> okay, so protein. This was a little. This was like a total. We went down a little crazy path, but protein. Where were we? <laughs> Who took us down the crazy path? Bridget. <laughs> Who has to bring us back? Rebecca. <laughs> True. Yes, but anyway, going back to talking about protein, people act like it's some kind of mystical thing. Do I need protein powders? Do I need a protein bar? Like you can just eat protein, you know, like Bridget talked about tuna. Mm -hmm. You can eat chicken. You can eat steak. I mean, like those protein sources that you would traditionally think about before you got all wrapped up in what a macro right. was, like just eat real food. Right. Just eat meat. And something that will just do. Just eat meat. <laughs> just Sorry, eat meat. Slogan. Um, something that we'll do, like especially, you know, when the weather is pretty, is on Sunday night we'll grill a bunch of meat for the week. We love to grill steaks, chicken thighs because they are a, a more of a healthy, high fat. Um, and then we just eat on that meat all week and it's super easy. Like we keep it very simple. Meat and veggies. Like, don't make it complicated. You know, like I said when I was on the go, meat, avocado, almonds. Like, it doesn't have to be hard. It really doesn't. And now we do it pretty loosely. You know, our macros are not perfect. We don't track very often. Um, but just keep it simple. And those pouches are awesome. And there's tons of different flavors if you're looking for just a quick protein on the go. Yeah. And so when you're talking about meat and veggies, like, that's a more of a like low carb kind of diet, but like throw some butter on the steak or saute your veggies in coconut oil or MCT oil or butter or ghee. Mm -hmm. You like use those healthy fats to get the fat content up and you're not gonna miss the potatoes and the bread. If you are eating fat, it will be very filling and that really surprises people because mm -hmm. you think, well, I need some bread or some pasta or potatoes. Right. Like those feel hefty because they make you hefty. <laughs> I cannot tell you how often people say, listen, I did what you all said and I thought you were crazy, but I cannot believe I have not thought about food and it's five o'clock. It's dinner time and food has not even crossed my mind because it just, it, it shifts it for you. It just is such a better way to live where you truly are eating to live instead of living to eat. Yeah. So anyway, back to protein though. So don't feel like it has to be anything kind of special where you have to buy special packaged foods or anything like that, it's always better, in our opinion, if you can, eat whole foods. So like Bridget said, chicken thighs, fatty cuts of meat, um, and then preparing those with butter and healthy oils, olive oil, um, things like that. Now, I don't like dark meat chicken. It's just not something I like. So I still will tend toward like the chicken breast, but then I will marinate it in olive oil and seasonings or um, just add fat in other ways. Um, like I do a really fun Greek thing with a grilled chicken breast, but like lots of paprika and Greek yogurt and, you know, very flavorful. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting that full fat Greek yogurt, not the low fat kind. Right. 
So especially if you're just getting started, it might feel overwhelming to think about all three macros and find the balance. And just know it's going to take a little bit of time to figure this out and get it right. And um, just you're, it's just one 1% 1 better all the time. Keep, you know, moving forward and just think where you'll be in a year if you keep working toward getting a better and better diet. Yeah, and we do encourage people, especially as they get as they get started, to use some sort of carb tracking. There are lots of apps that you can do. You can manually do it and just look macros up online, what they should be. But do that to create an awareness both of what you're eating and I think it's good to journal with it to, mm -hmm. to, to note how you're feeling because if you're moving from a higher carb diet to a lower carb diet and eating fat, you might find that you're not snacking as much and that you're feeling less bloated and you're feeling more energy. And so by tracking and journaling, you can kind of find that sweet spot, what works for you. Mm -hmm. um, and it creates that awareness. Okay, I do need to eat more protein or I do need to eat fewer carbs because um, a lot of us eat things we don't even realize it because we aren't being mindful. Um, and so tracking it in some ways can really help you kind of hone in on what will work for you. Because what the, the strict macros are for a, a true keto diet um, might not work for you. It might not work for you physically and just kind of like where you are at the stage of life. Um, but there are some people who can really eat more carbs and still be in a ketogenic state. They're just lucky that way, right? Well, and especially if they are drinking ketones, doing intermittent fasting, using some of those other tools that we have talked about before um, so that their eating doesn't have to be quite as perfect. And it's going to take some, you know, balancing and back and forth. And both of us have had seasons where we have tracked um, for different reasons. And then now we're at a place where we just kind of know what to do. We found our rhythm with our bodies. Um, so one thing that's great to keep in mind is to think about, as you think about each of the three macros, Carbs are a limit. You really want to limit your carbs. You know, that 20 net carbs or below is really where you want to stay. Um, so carbs are a limit. Protein is a goal. Like you're trying to get your protein up and that's where that, you know, those on the go easy meats can really come in handy or beef jerky, things like that. Um, and fat is a lever. And what that means is your fat, use the fat. If you start feeling hungry and you're trying to do a longer fast, Get some fat in your body. That's why people do fat coffee. Use fat as a lever to help. That's where you're going to really fine-tune the keto diet is by taking that fat up and down and using it as a tool. So one thing that I like to do if I'm feeling hungry and trying to, you know, wait a little bit longer to eat, even though this does break my fast, it just kind of gets me to, you know, a couple hours further into dinner or whatever, is I love to take unsweetened almond milk, ice, um, peanut butter, a chocolate pro uh, ketone, maybe sometimes with protein in it, depending on where my macros are that day. And um, also put in some MCT that's in liquid form, blend it up, and that's like a great snack. But also, it's unfortunate for Rebecca because I would say 80% of the time that we're together riding somewhere, I'm eating on the go. I don't, food now has become such a lower priority in my life that I don't think about it until we're getting ready to go somewhere. And I'm like, oh gosh, I'm going to not be able to eat for four hours, and I'm probably going to need to eat sometime in the near future. So I'll make one of these protein shakes or smoothies. Um, I'll grab, you know, whatever my easy food is that I'm grabbing. And Rebecca actually hates peanut butter. And I know that sounds un-American. I know. I get so angry every time she tells me. <laughs> so I get in the car with my nasty, strong-smelling food or my um, really str very strong peanut buttery smell. And or she peanut butter breath if she's finished it. <laughs> She puts up with a lot. Okay, so just kind of as a refresher, 
you want to see carbs as a limit. That's really something you don't want to go over. And we talk about carbs. Remember, we're not talking about, hey, you've got 20 net carbs to go spend on bagels and donuts. Mm -hmm. We want these to be like the green leafy vegetables, like the healthy carbs. Um, so carbs as a limit, try not to go over that limit. And then protein is a goal. We want to have protein. We want to pr preserve and protect our lean muscle mass. And we need to be eating protein to do that. And we recommend you try to do that with whole foods. And just think about the meats, fatty cuts of meat, um, darker meat, chicken, um, just things like that. You can eat fatty fish, salmon, mm -hmm. nice smelling tuna in the car, <laughs> things like that. So shooting for that as a goal that you're trying to reach. And then like Bridget said, using fat as your lever. Some days I'm hungrier than others. I'm not always sure why. I, I really just try to add some fat in. Mm -hmm. You can use fat bombs, which we've talked about, fat coffees, um, smoothies like Bridget talked about. And I've mentioned on this show before, sometimes I'll just take a scoop of coconut oil, which is kind of semi-solid mm -hmm. at room temperature, and I just put it in my mouth and I go. It's not the best thing. It's not the most exciting thing. It's not the stinkiest thing that I could do. <laughs> <laughs> you got to work on that. Right, right. <laughs> But it gives me fuel for my brain and for my body and keeps my hunger at bay for hours. So, um, you know, just find what works for you. Don't worry about being perfect. And just think about those goals, limits, and levers. I mean, when we when we used to get together before, it was chips, cookies, candy, soda. And now when we get together, it's like, oh, we probably are going to need something to eat. It's a complete mind shift. Stay on this journey. And if you're not there yet, you will get there. All right. So we'll take a quick break and we'll be back. 